So you roll up to them and, and they just look at the screen with like this stupid look on their face like, really, this is the hero? Really, Keyblade, this is who you chose? You had nobody else? Never mind, I'd rather become a Heartless than be saved by you. <laughs> Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini Otto and our good friend Kite. Yo. Hello. And this is the FFBE podcast. We're going to start off here with a little bit of an introduction for our special guest of the evening. Mini, take it away. Well, you, you've already kind of introduced him, so. He just said hello. I need to give him the full. Stole the thunder. Give him the full workup. <laughs> it would have worked better if it was still a mystery, but it's fine. I don't actually have a, a good workup. I mean, I I mostly know Kai as as the man who destroys the the ten mans. Anytime there's a new ten man that comes out, this guy. Next thing I know, there's a Twitter, a tweet from him, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I casually just did this, no big deal." He's, just like, he's destroying some something. Just, yeah. <laughs> FYI, I've been one at one attempt clearing this since Vindimatrix. Yeah, see, see what I mean? He's just like, yeah, no big deal. What, you mean you guys can't do that? <laughs> so so he's here. We're going to try to get his secrets so that we can clear them too. Because I haven't cleared a single one. And I'm pretty sure Willem struggles too. Yeah, I'm, I, I struggle at times as well. But I don't think you've actually tried the mini. So it's a totally different situation there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Actually, that reminds me. So, with this, uh, the latest update, they upped the, you know those energy potions you can store? I can't remember what they're called, but... You know energy Restore 10s? Yep. Yep. So, you used to be able to hold only nine, 999. Now, you can hold 9,999. So, I probably won't be getting to them anytime soon, because the only reason I ever did stuff <laughs> was when I hit cap. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to oh waste anymore. So ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, before we go any further, I want to hear uh, a quick introduction. Tell us about yourself, Kite, who you are, what you're up to with FFB, and anything else you'd like to share for the audience. Oh, very well. So you guys know me from Wilmgard and Minnie's Twitter. I'm an FFB player since soft release. I've been into this since the very beginning. I'm pretty much a bad luck guy until 2017. Lots of bad summons, etc, etc. And then it all began when Rainbow suddenly popped up. I was able to do content. I also have a Discord server, which is growing for almost a year now. I resurfaced on Twitter since the second anniversary, and I met these two around July and October. Whatever Minnie told you guys earlier about me clearing the early Chamber of Arms trials, yep, it's true. I had a lot of research. I've also been a Japanese version player for a year and a half. I had to stop for some reasons I cannot explain. So there you go. Yeah, there, there you it go. Gives, it just like Kite. we said, he is a man from the future playing the JP version. He knows everything that's coming. Not everything. He, Not everything. He stopped for undisclosed reasons. So he's even got that air of mystery. Like, damn, he's got it all. <laughs> Not everything. Not everything. But. But well, we're looking for some juicy insider info 
on the Kingdom Hearts banner, which we'll get to later. So actually, I have a cure. I'm kind of curious. How did you discover FFB podcast? Well, ask Wilmgard. He's been tweeting posts ever since August or whatever you guys resurfaced. That's when we started. And yeah. Wow. So you've been there since the early, early days. Yep. I've only listened to like, let's see, two or three episodes. I think the late, the best one that I've listened to throughout was Minnie hyping over Lauren. <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah. She's, she's still the best girl. No question. Yep. No insults to everybody, but I call her an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's part of her charm. She's like the, the dignified old lady that'll kick your ass. Yep. I actually dubbed a derpy version of her when I summoned her last year. And I think I've lost my I've lost my composure about how I voiced her. But when I dubbed her when their story event wasn't supposed to be it was Royce and then it became Lawrence at the time. It was a graspy, grumpy old lady voice, especially during the end of the story event where she trains Rain, Laswell, Charlotte, and Lawrence. I remember that story. That seems like such a long time ago. I like that one. That was a good one. So much I wanted her. Sad thing in the Japanese version, you need to wail it. Yeah, we're kind of lucky. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of things in Global that, that people complain about and that kind of we we do get a bit of the short end of the stick on but at least on that front with the ex uh, summon units we don't have to wail almost at all to get something like lauren whereas in jp exactly she was basically behind a paywall mm-hmm. exactly so you know there there's good and bad right so i'm actually really thankful that we we got access to her without having to pay so that way everybody has a chance to roll her if they need to and she's honestly a really good unit Mostly because she's a breaker. Like seventy uh, percent breaks are right, going to be all really right, good. All right. This regardless. is not the I Love Lauren podcast. <laughs> well, going ham you guys, into you it. guys opened. You guys opened it. Any up. chance this so, guy gets you know. to talk about Lauren, he dives right into it. My yeah. goodness. I don't all right, mind. All right. I don't mind. <laughs> we can. Uh, we can move on. We got. We got more bigger fish. All to right, fry. I want to hear what you guys have been up to this past week uh, before the update came live what have you guys been doing in ffb before thursday this week i don't know what am i do what am i doing was it an easy week for you kite mm, thinking thinking when we had the ex tickets and uh, christmas banner let's say i finally got my atonement for not being able to summon any christmas units for two years straight I've been doing the King Mog event over and over again, and then the usual expeditions, arena, and checking on info on what's going to happen for Kingdom Hearts collab. We were all we're all not prepared for this. Yeah, it was very surprising. You know, I, f- I feel like the the bonus unit appearance rate for the the Christmas King Mog. I feel like it's a lot higher than usual. I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm just getting super lucky, but I, I run into those turkeys like every other time. This is the first year, or not the first year, the first ever King Mog event where I've seen someone get over 100,000 yeah. uh, of the currency in one run. Yeah, I saw that tweet. That was yeah, insane. That was wild. 
I just feel like the bonus units are very liberal this time. Like sometimes I, I do runs and I don't see one for 10 runs, but this time I feel like I see them regularly. It's been it's made it really easy to to farm all the things I've wanted. Like I'm already done. It's also similar to the Halloween event. Oh yeah, the Halloween event yeah. also had really good uh, drop rates for those bonus units. Yeah, it might be just because it's like a special seasonal thing, so they they want it to be a little bit They're easier kind to us. It's more about yeah, enjoying. The it. bonus yeah. mobs are really easy to find, but the unit itself, they really had some incorrect or messed up stuff. As in, let's say that the old generation Christmas units, any rainbow you summoned will always be one of the three. The ones from the old Halloween units of Banners Galore. Oh yeah, definitely. Can't win them all. Definitely not. Although I only really cared about the old units, so I don't really mind. I yeah. got my I got my big tank. The new units were interesting, but uh, I agree with you there. The old units were where all the hype was, I think. You know you know what I noticed? I just kind of made me chuckle with White Knight Noel. He's so big that he covers his own little pedestal that he sits on. So when my friends are sharing him, I can't tell if it's a six star or a seven star. I ha- I had so much trouble with that too. <laughs> so I usually don't take him as a friend unit. So I'm like, am I getting seventy five percent bonus or hundred fifty? You don't know. It's covered. You have he, just, he covers everything. You have to long tap the unit for you to check if it's a seven star or not. That's the only thing about Noel. Yeah, it's way too much trouble yeah. for me. I scroll down till I find a Christine or something else. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of Christines too on my friends list, so I just grab her. Like I love them, but it's just it's a risk I'm not willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> I got more Krylas than Christine's. Oh, Kryla's nice too. I like Kryla. Interesting unit. During the EX ticket banner. No, EX ticket summon during the first day of the Christmas King Mong event. I got my fourth leading man, which leads me to my second super trust mastery. Very nice. Oh, nice. I'm still chasing my first one. No, no, not second. Third, actually. Third. I think I only have three as well. I got Zantetuken FFB from Lost Wall. Oh, very, very nice. nice. Alliance Heart from Squall. That's a good one. And now, Zodiac Shot from Balthier. Nice. Which you will put nicely on the shelf, because no one's going to yeah. use it. <laughs> actually, it's, actually, it's on Squall. I have him with Machine Gun Plus. Oh, that's so oh, interesting. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And think about it. Kingdom Hearts enemy is a machine type. So oh, 50% machine killer from that STMR. So good. That's very true. Lots of extra damage there. What have you been up to this past week, Mini? Well, same here. Just farming the event. I This is after Thursday, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So yet today, this morning, I did the 10 plus 1 for the Kingdom Hearts. I was like, all right, if I get one of the Kingdom Hearts units, I'll roll for a chance. If I get zero, I'm not rolling. So I got uh, El Clasico, 10 blues, and a one four star. So I was like, all right. I I know what I'm in for. Yeah. Oh dear God. So anyway. That sounds like me. That sounds like my summons yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this morning I was like, you know what? I'll let me try at least. They're in the EX ticket pool and I had two five star guaranteed EX tickets. So I rolled them and I get trolled even harder because who do I roll? I roll Awaken Rain, the guy I UOC'd like three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Awakened Rain. Get wrecked. 
I yeah. I got him from a regular EX good. ticket. I got a third Awakened Raid on a regular EX ticket. Yeah, same here. So now I got a third one in there. You I could have UOC a healer. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Oh, well. That's how... What about so. your five-star EX tickets today? What did you guys get? I don't, it, was, it wasn't anything special. I, I, honestly, I can't even remember. That's how, how unexcited I was. Unless it's a Delita. <laughs> Another Delita. It wasn't that bad. Oh, my goodness. No. I didn't get anything. Uh, I got a Lila. Because I didn't, uh, I didn't use them. Leela. Hmm. Oh, I like Leela. She's nice. Why do you guys call her Leela? I call it, it's Lila. I don't know. I like Leela. Leela, Leela, Lila. I don't mind. Lile. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got Alila. I got Elephim. Oh, very nice. First or second? First. I like Elephim. I like the sprite of Elephim. She's a very, very pretty sprite. I got the fairy trio now, so I'm fa- I'm pretty happy. You play a lot of arena. Are you going to make now a fairy type arena team? No. Timothy and Mim are not suitable for arena, especially when they're flo- you're flooded with Lilith and Lucius. I hate those damn bunch so much. Yeah, I see that all the time in arena. It's terrible. I get tilted. Now that Squall's 100% bonus in arena, I took him off the bench. All, all I see, in all I see is Squall yeah. in arena too. Like I see people running like two or yeah. three Squalls and I'm like, you only get 100 Why are you <laughs> running three it's okay don't tell them those teams are easier to beat <laughs> less awakened reigns and uh lilith to go through <laughs> i right. finally get seabreeze dark fina out ever since like two weeks of bands so tornado chain is back and squall is doing his blasting zone twice and with no ailments yep. we're gonna suffer a lot if we ever happen to stumble over to pair pair or a trio or a quartet or even a full Lilith team. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, the nightmares. I try to stay away from anyone showing off a Lilith. Yeah. Sigheart and I took him out because he, well, yeah. Anyways, it sounds like we are all on the same page with what we've been up to this week. Mostly just a lot of farming and a lot of standard stuff doing those daily polls that come our way as they come our way. But what I'd like to get into now is the ability en- uh, enhancements that were announced for some of the Christmas units, Kryla, Christine, Tinker, Carrie, and Gilbert. Have you guys had a chance to take a look at the enhancements? Kryla is really well, interesting. So what do you think of Kryla, uh, Kite, and her en- enhancements specifically? Super expensive. <laughs> It's really expensive, it's no joke, but it's really good. Well, the thing is, the Jinx pots... You need, like, everything. She needs a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. However, the pots, it's 750,000 plus, plus another one, and then you multiply it by... You multiply it by three, multiply it by four, I suck at math. Long story short... It's going to take you six million for all the pots. It's super expensive. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to reach like almost like nine million gil just to fully enhance her. But the trade-off is she's actually probably one of the better breakers in the game if you do enhance her. It's a five-turn break. Unlike unlike Lauren and 2B, their breaks are locked behind abilities or cooldowns. Hers are too, the 70% ones, but she also has like 65% as uh, 
kind of an emergency break if, if you ever need to dispel or whatever is actually really, really good because she doesn't need to do anything special if you awaken these. She just has them whenever you need them. And I, I'm pretty sure you can dual cast any any of the two. <laughs> you can. Yeah, it's really it makes her really, really good with a... It's expensive, but it makes her actually a really good unit. And she's not going to... like The thing about support units like this and tanks, they last a long time in the meta because... The only, the only units that really get destroyed by the meta are DDs or damage dealers. Mm-hmm. Like, I see people still using Warrior of Light for some things. Like, it's supports have so much longevity that it's it's expensive in this case, but it's it's still like you're gonna get a return on your investment. Yeah, she'll last like yeah. a typical tank or sorry, not a typical a typical DPS lasts you maybe one to two months at the like high end of the spectrum but then uh, supports will last you like six months to a year it's crazy yeah support units are really really uncommon uncommon and it can only be rare if let's say that particular unit is skipped whatever global is going to plan for next year yeah definitely we'll see what comes in the following year hopefully some nice stuff for global i like seeing global enhancements um, I want to get Tinker, Akari, and Gilbert out of the way. I think Tinker, Akari, even with these enhancements, is pretty much useless. I mean, she gets some attack buffs and a bit a bit of a damage increase, but that's about it. Not a whole lot. I don't think it's worth it. It's not, I actually, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind her, to be honest. She gets uh, 100% killer against Mecha and Demons, which kind of gives her a nice niche. And she actually has a decent amount of attack passives in her in her kit, so like if you need a budget fighter and you're going up against a, a demon or a machine, she's actually decent. In every other situation, I agree with you guys. She's whatever, not nothing to write home about. But against those two enemy types, it's actually she does okay. Because when you awaken her passive, she gets eighty percent attack and sixty percent attack. The hardest thing for me to justify with her is just the low attack stat, and then. Well, she's a four-star yeah, base, I know, right? I, know. I mean, she's never going to compare Obviously. to like a seven-star, but if you've got no other choices, like I actually, she's one of the. I feel like she's one of the better four-star bases that we've had. That's fair when it comes to ability awakenings. What about Gilbert? So Gilbert, to me, like I never liked bards as supports because of the way their uh, singing works. But what do you guys think of this guy's enhancement? Some of the numbers look pretty good. The 90% attack and mag, defense spirit. I don't know. Uh, Gilbert's one that I can't really find a lot of, like, really much good to say. The numbers are not the greatest. There's other four-star bards that are, you're probably just, like, they're probably just as easy to get at this point who have better numbers in terms of buffs. And then, like, for example, most damage dealers today, you won't even, like, make a difference with this attack mag buff. For example, Hio has a permanent attack buff on him. And <clears throat> most common supports have at least 100%. I know, who did we talk about a couple weeks ago? Was it Sherry, the dancer? She got some decent buffs, and she's a four-star, and she can buff, past like... Past 100, I think. I think, past 100%. Yeah. Wait, I agree. Cherry is a three-star base, actually. Is she? Yep. I thought she was a four-star. Makes it even worse for Gilbert. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Actually, maybe a guy. Maybe a guy's no. been Solel. 
No, no. No, Soleil still, yeah, blows him out of the water. She's probably the best budget support still. But, yeah, sure, you're right. She's a three-star, and I think she's way better than The thing, is, too, is that a lot of, of a lot of units don't have this singing mechanic that you have to deal with and still give you, like, 150% buff, like some of the higher-end yeah. supports. So it makes it really hard to actually find a use for Gilbert or most other bards yeah. in the meta currently. Yeah, and I mean, his refresh is just too weak to really be worthwhile 15 mp over three turns is five mp a turn yeah it's so you're not bad. you're not even gonna feel it <clears throat> yeah. yeah it's almost not sustainable for the long run especially during yeah if you if you want <laughs> if you're really desperate on a budget team on a difficult trial yeah i mean if you really want to handicap yourself and you want to prove that you got what it takes you run gilbert as your support pretty much that's that's ffb on hard mode right there mm-hmm all right, let's talk about our final awakened unit. Uh, one that was a disappointment with seven star, but maybe this will redeem her a little bit. Christine, how do you guys think she stacks up now with these three new ability enhancements? Uh, Christine, if she, if you have a duplicate Christine, she's probably the best magic shader in the game. I would say, if you don't have a duplicate, then she struggles because she has no really good chaining partners. And but she still does decent damage because of her quadra cast. Yeah, definitely. So I think she's in a tough spot. I think just because if she really belongs to no chaining families, she has the Trans Terra uh, Chaos Wave, the ten hit mm-hmm. one. But Trans Terra's using that ability are only going to be using it when their quad cast more powerful ones are down. So she's not, even if you're running her with the Trans Terra, she won't be able to consistently chain with anyone. So and it's also locked to Ice Element. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the biggest downside. I was really hoping with these Awakenings because of the way Trans Terra works and a few of the other Chaos Wave chaining units work, they would have upgraded it to the Chaos Wave family rather than keeping it down at the Chaos Wave Awakened family. Like, it really hurts her in the meta overall, being only able to chain with herself. She got some really good numbers on her abilities, though. If you have a Christine and you can find a friend Christine, Mm -hmm. and uh, like Kite said, she's ice-locked, so it'd have to be a battle where ice element isn't an issue. Uh, She'll probably do more damage than any of the other magic chainers out right now. Yeah, she stacks a lot of damage. Yeah. All right, that's pretty much it for the Ability Awakenings. I think Kryla got the largest end of the stick, I guess, and the rest of the three are okay at best. Yeah. Largest end of the stick, and it's going to eat your gill supply. Oh, yeah. Good things cost money, my friend. That's just the way it works. (laughs) And luckily, we got a raid event, so take advantage. Yeah, it came together. Don't forget to use your Zahn or other gill stealing units you get a lot of gill out of these raids over the course of two weeks mm-hmm. yeah that's nice zon is such a great unit he's just good all around i all haven't enhanced around. my zon i haven't i haven't enhanced my zon maybe it's about time i've been using yeah i've been using pirate jake for a while now nah, you're missing out man zon is just the, he's the king of thieves yeah he's amazing yep yep now i know <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of the current events that are going on. So we got that Winter Mayhem Trial, the hard mode of the Giant Tree Mischievous Archmage on top. Yep. Uh, Have you guys had a chance to give this a go? 
wanted to clear as usual. See, he lives up you. to his name. Yeah. We're gonna call him one attempt clear kite. The one hit one OTC kite. Yeah, that's just the way it is. One attempt, not one turn. <laughs> I can't even kill it in one blow, for heaven's sake. I tried killing it, so I ran it two times. Once I got completely wrecked because I wasn't prepared. I just went completely blind. The second time I was a little mm -hmm. bit ready and then was just short of killing it. My chain broke halfway through and if I if it didn't break, I would have been fine. But unfortunately, I wasn't lucky enough. So I'm I'm sure I'll get it on the third third try. Darn. Well, there is really a, there is a current issue going on with that trial. It's in the issue reports in the news page. Is it where you can't reset the trial? It kicks you out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't think it kicks you out necessarily, but it uh, it makes the boss invincible, so you can't actually kill it, which is pretty much yeah, the same as auto losing. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're in a situation where you want to kill it with what is it with magic yeah. to to try to get that last reward, uh, don't reset. Just kill it, and you're gonna have to run it again. Because if you reset until there's a fix, if you reset. It just makes makes it invincible once you load back in. Pretty much. It's really bad. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you just remember to kill it with magic, when you do actually kill it, you'll be fine. I'm terrible for that. I always forget one thing out of the four missions. <laughs> yeah. I constantly have to open up the objectives to make sure I'm hitting all of them. I check like six times. In the yeah, I don't know why I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is where magic would longer animations comes to play yeah it makes it a lot easier because as long as you cast it before it dies it's gonna hit uh with damage yeah this is where you run that uh renoa on the sideline and you cast what's it called three apocalypse. times uh, apocalypse yeah, you just yeah. let apocalypse do its thing for like two years <laughs> that's that's actually how i do esper kills too i usually run like pull up diablos because his take the damage takes forever to come down three stars so, like, as long as this yeah, as long as I, you know, I kill it and this is the last hit, it still counts. So that thing is like, it spins in the air forever and then explodes and like the monster's already faded away pretty much and, and Diablo still doesn't drop the damage. It's so good. The trickery. Yep. It, it's one of the longest Esper animations at three stars. So that's why Diablos is really good as an Esper finisher, but not on Dark Elementals. That's true. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty much for the Winter Mayhem trial itself. What do you guys think of that reward for completing the quest, the Red Mittens? I think they're super good. I, I like them. You get a nice ice and fire resist and also refresh. It's pretty good for Solid support accessory. units. It's yeah. pretty good for support units or magic tanks alone. Yep, agreed. Yeah, 100%. I mean, 10% refresh per turn is really, really good. Overkill. Yeah, pretty much. No, no decent support with a good MP pool is going to need that much, but it's nice to have. If you're going to talk about budget builds for magic tanks, let's say Misty or Shout, Shield, whatever, it's, whatever it is, they don't have innate refresh. So those two units are some of the good recipients for the Red Minutes. That's very true. Mm -hmm. And honestly, those two units are, are still very good magic cover tanks in their own right. Yep. Like they don't they don't really compare to seven stars, obviously, but for for budget tanks, they, they can actually they're very serviceable. Budget tanks, new players, or those who are just trying to save for a better unit. Exactly. 
it still get the job done. The thing is, this boss is immune to all elements except for fire. You can break its offensive stats, but not defense. And just yep, that's why the ultimate clue for this fight is you don't need to use any fire damage at all until below thirty percent. You don't want to get your entire party dispelled and get wrecked on the first turn. So that is why non-elemental is much more viable. There you go. You heard it from the uh, trial killing king himself. Do not use fire until you want to kill it. Don't use fire until she says enough, which you will. this is your opportunity to deal fire damage without the dispels until four separate turns where she will dispel herself and you will be able to damage her normally. And that's the opportunity where you can finish her up with magic. You may call it either Firaja, Meteor, Ultima. One of those long spells. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not the other elements, it can be fire or non-elemental. There you go. We're extracting all of the secrets from this guy. This is the perfect, perfect <laughs> guest to have this week. <laughs> so I'm, I, was going, I was going to ask you two on what teams did you use? Maybe I can help. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't had time. I, was, I literally worked all day and then I came home and I took a nap. <laughs> I used a tank, a healer, and then I used two Transterras to chain Chaos Flare, which would have killed it. It's just my chain broke because I don't macro. I click with my fingers and it sometimes breaks. If it didn't break, I would have killed it. iOS chaining was horrible. I had to I had I had to be careful not to slip up because I've slipped up a thousand times now. And you can't reset on this trial, so you gotta be extra careful. Yep. You guys, you guys are amateurs. Amateurs. I was, I was forged in the fires of quick hit chaining <laughs> back when I was running two Tituses. <laughs> I am a master chainer chaining now. family. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I actually got to a point where I could get it pretty consistently to spark because that's the only way it actually chains fully. <laughs> Just quick fingers. That's the only way, man. That's the only way. Yeah. All right, enough about this trial. We got to dedicate some time to the hype of this week. The Kingdom Hearts release and the Kingdom Hearts raid event. So let's talk about the raid to start and then we can dedicate the rest of our time to those new units. But uh, how do you guys feel about this raid? I think it's been a long time coming. Mm, We never expected this would come either. I was still expecting this this would happen on January. Yeah, a lot of people were saying uh, very unexpected, but I actually really like that they released it shortly after the JP, um, only because it's both regions are getting it for the release of Kingdom Hearts, so it wouldn't make sense too much to have global release like three weeks later or whatever like they typically do. But how do you guys feel about having a raid? I mean, I've been hurting for uh, those raid summons, getting more gil, getting more... Uh, EXP yeah. unit. I was squeaking by the. I had like no gill for the longest time. I, I need more cactuars. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, I need. I need my cactuars. I need them. That's the, the key. Those cactuars. The the hat that we'll be getting will be the the one that they'll be crafting later on is a really good hat that has twenty attack. 
alongside some HP, MP, and defense boosts. So if you're short on headgear that has attack boosts, such as Precious Hairpin or anything that you may have missed throughout the year, I recommend you guys to at least do the raid, do the raid summons, get to the point milestones, and craft that set hat. It's really good. Have you guys, I haven't had a chance because I was doing the raid a little bit at work. Um, have you guys listened to the soundtrack? Usually the raid boss fights, they have really cool soundtrack. At least in the past, I've enjoyed all the ones that we've had. I, spe- I especially like the the near ones, but usually all the other ones have at least semi-decent music. Have you guys done these ones with the music on? Yep, I've always played with music. What do you think of it? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I'm not... Well, I'm... Let's just say that it's probably. Let's just say that this is pretty much not. This is pretty much the first time I've heard Kingdom Hearts music because I've only heard it a lot back in college. So let's see. I don't even know. The I'm gonna name turn of, it on right now. I don't Here even know the name of the soundtrack. Minnie's I have gonna no listen idea. to it live for us as we record this. Are <laughs> you playing it in the background, Minnie? Yeah, I wanted to see what it sounded like. All right, so it's literally the Kingdom Hearts yeah, battle it's Kingdom music. Kingdom Hearts battle music. Cool. Yep, Kingdom Hearts battle music for the raid, and there is also a summon theme, the summon banner theme for the said collab. I don't know if it's the title screen or something like Sora's theme. Yeah, it's cool, though. Uh, it's nice. I, I like when they bring in the music from the collaboration they're doing, just because it does drum up a little bit more of that hype. Brings back a little bit of the nostalgia as well for those that have played the game, recognize the music, mm-hmm. and even if you can't pinpoint what song it is, it's still nice. Yeah, sometimes you know what it is, but you don't, you can't put your finger on it, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Overall, I'm excited to get more. Like the items are nice. I'm really excited to just have more Moogles and stuff like that. I'm always farming TMRs and stuff. Uh, for me personally, I have better items than everything that the raid is going to give. Still going to farm it for completion. Really, really good for newer players or people who are uh, not as active with all the events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I mostly farm. I'm farming it right now mostly for the gill snappers. I have, I'm down to, I think, 600,000 gill. Uh, at one point, I was so poor, I couldn't even buy my daily cactuars. Ouch. I'm looking forward to uh, going back into the millions again. Ouch. I know that yeah. feeling. I've had it. I, I've had it. I spent all my money on Lulu. Oh, you, waste, you, you wasted it all on Lulu. You had to do it, man. I had to, yeah. I was I was too mean to her. So I was like, you know what, Lulu? You, you get my love. I'll, I'll give you... I'm a sucker for Final Fantasy X. <sighs> That's so funny. I think 8 and 10 are my two that are sort of my favorites. Everybody has their own, but those are the two that I'm like, you know what? I don't care how bad the units are. I got to do it. Did someone say FF8? Yeah, man. FF8 was what got me into Final Fantasy. It was the first one I ever played. What is the first Final Fantasy you played, Kite? FF8. That's also my first. What a coincidence. There you go. (laughs) It's all three of our first. Final Fantasy. Except Kite clearly got the lesson out of it. He compressed time and took over the future. Whereas you and I are stuck in the present. We're stuck in the present, unfortunately. Yep. yep, I'm stuck in the present. 
No, no you're from the future. You're in the man. future, you're man. It's Saturday. It's We're our, sitting here on Friday. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting here on Friday night. You're in Saturday morning. <laughs> Welcome to the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the free TMR for this raid is good for new players. Oh, dual wield. It's a dual mm-hmm. wield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An amazing TMR. Um, I remember back when I first started playing, and it was literally the best TMR. And the fact that they're giving it away for free and it still holds its value like you don't lose out in the few like now t- dual wheel still does just as well as it did before yeah there are still some seven star mages that don't have innate dual wield so unless you have quintessence from mediana uh dual wield still kind of holds its mm-hmm. own yep and speaking of dual wield i got like where is it i have five dual wields now i'll have six with this one yes Seven. There it is. Oh, the benefits <laughs> of playing for a long time. For goodness yeah. sakes. You put four dual wields on one unit. The last time I remember, I only had five. Why is it seven now? Could you imagine if you put four dual wields on and it let you just, in every slot, you can equip a weapon? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Instead of your hat slot, you put in a weapon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think there was a game that had that. A game... Uh, Bravely Second, it had a class where one of the classes you could equip weapons into like its hat slot. I just I thought that was hilarious. So you put a weapon on your head. Uh, yeah, a freaking laser oh beam goodness. on his freaking head. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'd be amazing if FFB had that in a unit. That I would roll my face off for I that just because it's so funny. Roll their face off. For yeah, that. <laughs> Dude, OP. You have three weapons <laughs> in one unit. <laughs> who needs triple cast who needs a w ability you just click once yeah, anyways tri- triple wield the new meta all right let's get into the actual meat of the kingdom hearts uh release how do you guys feel yeah, what the people have been waiting for before we talk about the units there's a step up summon coming with this um it seems like a pretty standard step up comes with a five star guaranteed random on step three and the amazing thing you either get sora or cloud on the fifth step it looks decent if you if you're going for uh one of the kingdom hearts units definitely nice to have a guaranteed if you finish the step up uh i know so we've had past step ups where you only get an increased chance to get the units so seeing it go seeing it go back to a guaranteed either sora or kingdom hearts cloud if you complete the full step up is is a really nice touch mm-hmm. And the only thing that that is very different here is that this is not like a Japanese version where you, you can get a select ticket for doing multi-summons to get either one of them individually with their separate select banners. The only thing is that it is only discounted to 1,000 Lapis, so instead of the usual 25,000, we get 24,000 for... A full lap with the usual step ups from the old pioneer step up banners that we see, like Sephiroth, Final Fantasy VIII, you name it. I spent so much money on these types of banners, it's so bad. Not money, but like my saved up free lapis that I just hoard. <laughs> Talk about my summons last Christmas. <laughs> oh man, are you, are either of you going to be doing this step up summon? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm on the fence. I want to do it because I'm hurting for a good chaining unit. But at the same time, I know 
what's his name is around the corner. Yeah, the uh, the samurai pirate. Yeah, what's his name? Dude, he's awesome. He's got a peg leg and an eye patch. He's a pirate Axtar. with the samurai sword. Yeah, Axtar. <laughs> that's his name, Axtar. No, you mean, you mean Axtar. <laughs> Spoilers, everyone. Don't listen to me. Yeah, can we get can we get pirate Axtar? Man. Um, soon, next Halloween, next Halloween, pirate Axtar. Soon. Arb salute. So pretty much just regular Axtar. Just name different. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert, beta star. Um, anyways, yeah, so I'm debating whether I should pull on this step up banner or do I save for Axtar? I'm thinking of saving for Axtar. I know he's amazing. I know these units are really good. I like Kingdom Hearts, but... If you're physical... Do you, so here's the thing. If you're not that excited about these units, but let's say you need a more true double hand materia, I think getting a cloud here is worth pulling for because his TMR is free from the Moogles, from the Raid Summon. That's true. Um so if you don't have two Marshall Gloves from Elfrida, I think Cloud's TMR here would help you a lot. And it's pretty easy to get in terms of like, you don't have to farm too hard. Mm -hmm. right? Like You just get 100% trust right off the bat. Um, otherwise, I would pull if I just love the units. But the way they're like shipping out to global, they're not too much better than what we have now. So if your DPS is still cutting it for you and you can afford to wait for... The Pirate Samurai, it's probably better to wait. All right, well, with that being said, let's talk about how they stack up given their abilities. I want to talk about uh, Cloud first, especially because you mentioned his TMR mini. Mm -hmm. uh, Cloud's Cloak coming in with, like you said, that true double hand passive on an accessory. It's a good one, too. Yeah, it's basically similar to Martial Glove. You, you get the 40 flat attack and you get 50% true double hand. Yeah, it's really, really good. Basically, Elfrida, except actually useful as a unit otherwise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Elfrida 7-star actually is pretty useful too. Elfrida 7-star is really... a deadly arena trap. <laughs> yeah, I like her. I think 7-star was really good to her. But yeah, her six-star version was literally just a freaking uh, TMR container. Yeah. All right, and how do you guys feel about his STMR Buster Sword? Japanese version, it's 190 attack, so it's 10 less attack here. When I read that nerf, I just laughed. I'm What's like, the point? seriously, I could understand nerfing some of the other stuff, but 10 attack, 10? Even if you fully like geared him out for true double hand, he's losing maybe 40 attack. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so pointless it's such a pointless nerf nerf yeah. like just get Waste out of here time basically this, this, is, this is pretty much this is pretty much similar as what we get how we get noctis and global extremely early yeah this is i guess it's a trade-off right yeah this is a trade-off in a couple of months there will be upgrades for them so it may take a long time yeah. before we get to there yeah, they, they announced that they will be buffing them at a later date to match uh, JPs. It's just a matter... Because if they shipped out uh, how strong they were in JP, if they shipped out with those numbers to global, they would just pretty much break the game. Yeah. Like if you, if you have a chance, you can pop online and have a look at some of their JP numbers. And they just, they're insane. They're, in some cases, they're more than double the multipliers than what they're showing on global right now 
Yeah, that would really ruin. Not ruin, but basically make these units the be-all, end-all for the next, like, two, three months straight. The the problem is we just make most content trivial, and at that point it's not really fun, because part of the fun of the game is the challenge and having to kind of figure out a strategy with your team to, to clear content. So having, so, like, numbers so high that you just kind of close your eyes and you, you, you press auto-battle and you win, it's like, eh. It still it's it still takes the fun out of it. It definitely does. I agree. Uh, let's talk about Cloud and his abilities. The Kingdom Hearts Cloud. I mean, he's getting uh, some nice chaining families. What do you guys think? Meteor Rain, which is a new one created from these two units, and then Divine Ruination family with this guy. Hmm. I think this Meteor Rain is similar to the one that is enhanced. I can't remember. But it's really good. It's really good. The other, the other one, Sonic Blade and Continuum Cut, is a different version of Hill Servant of the Blade. Yeah, and it, it's it comes with the same sort of backloaded damage as Hill's, which is really really good. So the first few, the first six hits are like ten percent of the damage, and then ninety percent of the damage is loaded into the last yep. hit. So it's kind of like self-capping your own chains. He can also finish his own chains. Yeah, I really enjoy that in Eunice. It makes it a lot easier to use them, especially... I mean, there's so many people who are hyped about a Kingdom Hearts banner, so I think a lot of Clouds and a lot of Soras are going to be popping up. So being able to cap your own chain just with the two units is really, really good. Yeah, and I think it works in Cloud's favor a little bit that he is Divine Ruination because we just currently have so much more Divine Ruination in the game compared to Sora's Chaining Families. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you could even go so far, like let's say this is your only DPS unit that you have is Kingdom Hearts Cloud. Pull out Agrias, which almost everyone should have if you've been playing for a while. Easy Chaining, and you can cap with Cloud. Exactly. And we have we have so many that it would take forever to even name them. Like Divine Ruination is a massive chaining yep. family, so yep, the pioneer, the pioneer of all chaining families. But other than that, like Cloud is just he's pretty solid in my opinion. Even with his nerfed numbers, I think he's pretty good. He kind of suffers because he doesn't get a triple uh, cast, similar to some of the other major DPS units. But I think his numbers are high enough. I haven't run the math, but it looks like his numbers are still high enough to be able to offset that. Where even though he's just dual casting every turn instead of triple casting, he he should still be able to keep up. The one thing I wish he had with triple cast is uh, he'd be able to then, I mean, obviously do more damage, but for longer drawn out battles, you'd be able to refresh MP a little bit easier and not suffer too much of your damage. That'd mm-hmm. be nice, but you're right. I mean, having not having triple cast doesn't seem to hurt him too bad. Yeah, I mean, if he had access to triple cast, he'd probably be either the best or the or the second well actually i don't know fixed dice 2b is pretty busted but outside of that <laughs> he'd probably be one of the best chainers uh with only double limit or or a dual cast or whatever uh he it's iffy i'd have to like actually do the math to see he's still going to be a really good dps mm-hmm but I don't know if he's going to be the top top. I'm sure there's someone who's put out a YouTube video or something running the math cloud versus current DPS units. So you guys can look out for that. Uh, I'm not a math major. I don't know how to run that that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think anything's going to beat Fixed Dice 2B 
in the near future. So overall, Cloud Kingdom Hearts as a DPS unit, do you guys give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Thumbs up. Yeah, I give them a thumbs up. Yeah, I like them. Sweet. If I needed, yeah, if I had no DPS, I would roll. He's good. Definitely pull on this guy if you don't have anything, basically. All right, let's go on to our star of the show, the literal main character of the Kingdom Hearts series, Sora. Yeah. He's coming in. The boy. Yep. He's coming in with uh, TMR, Kingdom Key, of course, has to be that. I think his TMR is the first one that has this mechanic. It's only equipable to Sora. Yeah, I like that. I actually really like that mechanic. <sighs> it's it's cool from a story perspective, but from a gameplay perspective, oh, it's terrible it, from gameplay. It, it drops his value so much because, for example, if you pull a cloud and you only get one, it's still worth it because you get a decent TMR out of it that you can use on one of your other yep. units. If you pull one Sora, like just it's like throwing your money in the trash. <laughs> you you have a crappy unit that's only six star, and you have a TMR that you can only use on him. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so you definitely need two of him if you want him to be useful. So if you pull one Sora, go ham for Sora number two. Oh man. And the other crappy thing is if you get two Soras, I think two Kingdom Keys equipped to him to dual wield are not as good as, say, a Kingdom Key and an Elemental Weapon. From what I can tell, though, uh, he does have an ability, requ uh, TMR. So he gets an increased blah, blah, blah when equipped with Kingdom Key or Oblivion. Um, and I'm not sure exactly where Oblivion is going to, when that's going to come in, probably with the next uh, iteration of the raid i'm gonna assume maybe for beating the trial of the raid or something it might be uh, but yeah. it is it's oblivion coming. kh is pretty much the reward for the boss trial you yeah. heard it you That's heard it here first straight from the future yep <laughs> it's confirmed confirmed yeah. <laughs> yeah so being able to equip that plus his tmr should be should be uh, kind of helping out with that if you like the thing with that is i don't think anyone's actually going to use it because it's not elemental, right? Like the key is you want to have an elemental weapon on his other hand for chaining because it just raises your damage so much to element chain rather than non-element chain. True. So, And if you have a Sora, because of the the raid, chances are you will have his Trustmaster. Like it's almost guaranteed. Yep. Especially with just two units in the pool, you're going to have so many of those Trust Moogles, you won't know what to do with them. So, I mean that weapon is kind of a waste unless we get other Keyblade users down the road. Exactly. The Oblivion, I mean. Yeah. Maybe we will. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, the future is open. Besides the weird mechanic around his Kingdom Key and uh, the exclusive equipment, what do you guys think of his abilities in general? I mean, a physical chaining tornado family, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's a really weak attack, so it's not... Uh, not the one you want to be using, but it's nice to have in a pinch. Yeah. If you got nothing else. I mean, it, I just find it... It can chain with the actual magic spell. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's... So if you only have one mage in, it, like something like this could even help you for trials where you need to do both physical and magic damage at different times. You can still kind of chain it out. Yeah, man. White Knight Noel and Sora, the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> or Malpasi. Don't forget Malpasi. Malpasi. That's an interesting way to say that. <laughs> how how can we forget that, the pass? That's how I call. It. That's how. That, that's how I call it. It's like you're, it's just, it's just like you're saying Malpas or Malfas. 
Yeah, I go with the F sound. Which personally. is the, <laughs> the origin of the word. Pardon my tongue. It's always weird to call some of the FanFesta units, for example. Anyway. Either way. We won't, yeah. we won't ma- take too much time on pronunciation. This is not the uh, English language podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also definitely not lore and high podcast either. <laughs> Rip me. No, that's where you're wrong, my friend. It's always Lauren hype time. Are you sure? You, you bring up Lauren and I will go into it. That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, so, I also find Sora also has Meteor Rain, Divine Ruination, and mm. Absolute Mirror of Equity Chains. So it's nice because he can chain with uh, Cloud, Kingdom Hearts Cloud, and Regular Cloud. But uh, like we said before, he these are not his best moves. And and the absolute mirror of equity is the ability you want to be using with this guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Which is also problematic because you need a dupe. You need a and dupe. This or, one. I mean, we have we have units bit. that use it, right? Yeah, because I mean, he he will be able to to chain with the pirate samurai. We have a uh, bat laswell, and we have pyroglacial. I think pyroglacial mm-hmm. also has absolute. Um, there's a few other units. I can't, they're not Fraivia coming to mind right now. Too, and yep. she's fantastic. Yeah, Afraivia has it. Um, the thing about this <clears throat> is Ars Arcanum is seven star. Yeah. No, you definitely need you definitely need him at seven star to make him relevant, right? Yeah. For sure. I mean, in but this is in six star. He only has a dual dual cast with seven star. He enables triple cast, which makes him obviously that much stronger. Yep. And the the absolute mirror of equity ability actually stacks, so every time you use it, the following use is going to be one time stronger, up to a max of um, uh, ten times. By the way, Will, it's not just his seven star that enables triple cast. His LB can also activate triple cast. Sorry, I should have been more specific. I meant on command because it, it's available turn one, so you can literally just use it right away and have triple oh, cast ready right. to go. Uh, of course, his LB. Oh yeah. Well, you know what you could do is you could use that one Final Fantasy fifteen units uh, cooldown ability and then just rinse and repeat. <laughs> the one we do not name. <laughs> Depends what kind of Final Fantasy fifteen unit we're talking about. I'm just trolling uh, Mini. It's it's the one where uh, you 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 have two heos and then you use it and you revive him. <laughs> <laughs> And then you rinse and yeah, repeat. You just rinse and repeat. <laughs> 12, 12 turns later. <laughs> so oh my god! It's a long, it's a long rinse. It's a long. Yeah, you rinse. gotta really wash your hands there, really strong. Um, but no, you. No, Damn. We're, we're talking about Nyx uh, because he has that one ability that sacrifices his life, but oh yeah, uh, fills the LB yeah. gauge. So it's it's kind of like the troll heo strategy where you have two heos or three, and you have a Nyx that kills himself, and then. Heo just clears a trial with his ultimate or his limit burst. burst. Yeah, but anyways, triple cast on turn one or turn two. Technically, you have to use combo plus. Um, and the nice thing is, it lasts for four turns. So um, you're more than likely like if you use his cooldown ability on turn one, you should have you have three turns with triple cast, which should be more than enough time to build up his limit burst to get another four turns available. So the thing is, so you have. Um, Turn one counts as the counter, so you only have another five turns left, and you use four of those to use the triple casting, and then on the sixth turn, you can use it again. 
I'm pretty sure enable skill for four turns, like turn one, isn't it usually the turn you cast the ability? So you only actually get three turns of uh, oh, triple is that cast, true? That's technically. Yeah. That's usually how this these ability abilities work. This is trash, yeah. I hate it. It's still good. Most <laughs> most things are like th for three turns, so <laughs> four turns I'll take uh, any day. I was going to say, he also comes in with a bit of utility with 60% uh, defense spirit break, which is AoE, so... It could come in handy if you don't have any decent breakers. 60% is okay. Yeah, definitely not the best, but a decent amount, especially for a unit that's primarily DPS, you're getting a little dual use out of it. Yeah. One thing I wanted to call out too is if you guys have ever played Kingdom Hearts, uh, there's a mechanic in the battle system where pretty much you can dodge anything by dodge rolling. And so uh, I think it's cool that on turn one, you get the ability to dodge roll, which gives him a 30% evasion. It's just kind of a funny little shout out to the game. It's nice. I'm just sad it doesn't like give him like penta ability. <laughs> Why would it give him penta ability? Why? Because what I did in the game when I played it is I dodge rolled to move around. So, you know, it gives you move faster. Oh, okay. So he'll be able to cast more skills in less time. <laughs> no, I, I didn't walk with that guy. Like Sora was a tumbling master. He was like a moving gymnastics class when I played that game. Could you, I'm just picturing <laughs> it's just in the game. like Just dodge rolling around. Instead yeah. of him running around in the cutscenes, he just dodge rolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the cutscenes are like what the game company wants you to think it's like. And then dodge rolling is real life. <laughs> Because you got to get there that like 2% faster. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for walking, my friend. That's true. You got me there. <laughs> or I think there was at one point you could like double jump or like soar Kingdom through Hearts the air. I don't know if that's Kingdom Hearts rolling. 1 yeah, or 2. But then that's, oh, yeah, that's all I did once I got that ability. You just like, I don't want to walk, man. <laughs> Walking is so old school. <laughs> just never walk in Kingdom Hearts. You're just always rolling and flying. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine if like the NPCs had actual personalities and <laughs> you're like, to what you are doing. <laughs> like, who's this guy rolling up to me? <laughs> like you walk up to go talk to one of them, and you, no, just, you, don't you don't roll walk, up to them, and, and they just look at the screen with like this stupid look on their face. Like, really, this is the hero? <laughs> really, Keyblade, this is who you chose. You had nobody. You else. roll up to one of those quest NPCs, and you're like, yeah, never mind. I don't need help. <laughs> Never mind, I'd rather become a Heartless than be saved by you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Don't get right. me started yeah. on another game with that kind of mechanic, but different. <laughs> yes, I love that they gave him a passive like that, though. It's so cool. Nice little shout-out to the game. Yep. Yeah, it's really, really funny. So, Sora, lots of chaining families. I think if you can get him to 7-star, a little, a little bit more versatile than uh, Kingdom Hearts Cloud... But what do you guys think of this guy? I, I like Cloud a little better because of the access to Divine Ruination. His strongest ability is Divine Ruination. Um, but if you do have Absolute Mirror of Equity Chaining Partner for Sora, I think Sora is actually overall maybe a little bit better in terms of damage because of access to a triple cast. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I can agree with that. It's just harder for him to find some Chaining Partners currently, but eventually that will change. Yeah, once... Uh absolute mirror of equity becomes the best chaining family with axtar um this sora is going to become all of a sudden really amazing yeah and i mean keep in mind also that 
uh, these units will get buffs down the road. We don't know when, so it's kind of hard to say if you should use that information to decide whether you want to roll or not. But uh, they have confirmed we will be getting them at some point. And it's always important to take that with a grain of salt. You never know what the buffs will be. Yeah, I mean, we're all assuming they'll be buffed to JP levels, and I hope that's the case. That seems to be a reasonable thing to assume. I think that's what happened with Noctis. He got buffed back to his original state. So hopefully it's that. If it's less, I think there's going to be a riot. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it better, it better be up to JP standards. But I mean, you know, keep your expectations low to avoid disappointment. <laughs> Just assume that when they say buff, they actually mean nerf. And then you'll be happy either way. Yeah, and then you're going to be happy no matter what. Oh, that reminds me, the the bug, or not the bug, I guess somebody either was making a joke or made a mistake when they were announcing the login mm-hmm. rewards. I can't for New Year's yeah. I think I think one of them is like a UOC ticket and then you see the next one and it's like 10 magicites of every color oh no <laughs> that was hilarious people got mad about it I laughed I thought I thought it was a joke I was like these this hilarious yeah, I, thought that was really I, I feel I feel internally triggered inside when I saw the magicites I think they were trolling us because in one of the early news announcements they also announced three star anima which was a lie. Yeah. I was kind of excited, but it's actually not happening. Yeah. And actually, it was to the point where I was questioning whether I read that correctly or not, because I looked at it first thing in the morning. Anima but is, it was well, not even three-star in the Japanese version. Yeah, I know. That's why I was excited prematurely. But yeah, it's not going live. And then the Magisites have since been updated to super, uh, super sites. Hooray. Yeah, 10 super sites <laughs> of every color, which is a lot more reasonable. You know really funny. I saw the Magisites. I was like, oh, sweet, free Magisite. I wasn't even mad. <laughs> You're like, hell yeah. I can see my Esper go up by like 0.5%. <laughs> hey, free is free, man. Free is free. <laughs> no, it's fair. You can't complain about free. Of course. Oh, Especially right. when you're when you're going to raise your damn espers little at a time. Hey, just think about it this way: you don't have to waste your super sites on one star new espers. You can use these things. Yeah, there you go. Eh, I got so many espers to to at least level to at least level forty. Talk about the colorless type espers. Oh God, those are the worst. Oh, I know. Take forever. Odin and Lakshmi, please. Yeah. They don't have I'm any regular patient, super sight, colorless super sight. I'm still patiently waiting for Alexander 3-star. That'd be nice. So, given that this is the last FFBE podcast of the year, and as well, uh, New Year's Day right around the corner, let's look back on some of our favorite moments of 2018 FFBE. We'll start with you, Kite. What is your, looking back on 2018 from FFBE, what are your fa- what is your favorite moment or couple moments that you can remember? Let's see. <laughs> I got so many. Would that be okay? Sure. Yeah, go give it to us. Okay, so January, well, we got our first CG unit, which is Pyroglacial Aswell. If you guys ever know it, the leading man did came, which is Balthier. Bosch indeed lived. February, I finally got my Ayaka at that time, and then everyone was hyped about the favorite dog, Chow. March was the best and the worst, because... Iowa's lockdown. It hurts. It hurts so bad. Oh, that was so fun for me. What are you talking about? We got so much free stuff. Uh, that was a great month because I got to get to the top of the uh, arena leaderboards. 
Because <laughs> nobody else was playing the game. <laughs> uh, please continue. I'm on Android. Please continue. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what else? April? Oh, hold on. March has, well, Tomb Raider collab, which is also a surprise. It was also my birthday around that month. April? Let's see what about April. I can't remember anything about April except FF10. We got Yuna. Lulu. May was one of the most surprising months of mine, which I got Dragon We got Dragon Quest. We got Dragon Quest and their enhancements at two separate weeks. I got Dragon Lord during my four-star tickets and a pair of liquid metal slimes. FF7 was also surprising. I also got Sephiroth. June wasn't that much interesting because I, I really pulled hard for Nickel. Michael. The second anniversary was one of the most hype hype ones for that month because of King Magavan, the appearance of Regen, Regan. August was FF8, one of my most hyped events. Yeah, same here. I, I rolled everything I had same. for FF8. It was so good. And then what else? September. If you guys remember the FanFest raid we, where, we, where we first got the first two winning entries. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my free summon led me to love my posse so much. I wish I could get a unit like that on a free summon. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. It's been a while since I've got anything that hype. October. Mm, I can't. I can't make a good impression of Ignis. But let's say he got a new recipe. <laughs> yeah, true. It's all. It is also one of one of my well, not let not let's say worse, but let's say going through the middle. But this is also the same month where I I'm really furious about Lilith and Lucius those duels especially in arena the one that I really hyped the most for November for October was Valkyrie profile oh yeah that was a that's a very controversial banner yeah that's also very controversial because the Japanese version we got a limited rainbow mm -hmm. any rainbow it can be Leneth Freya or Arngrim yeah careful man don't don't bring up old wounds yeah. The people have not healed yet. Uh, yeah, I know. I apologize. We haven't moved on. So so am I. I really I really struggled until I got to step up, and I I I really feel bad for those guys who tried so hard for those guys. Never got them. Tons of off banners. It hurts. Yeah, life is hard. RNG off banners really hurts. November. I can't. I can't remember anything anymore. It's because it was too oh, recent. What, what, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's too recent to even remember anything. Except we got a near automata rerun, yeah. which I can't even move on until now. One year ago, one year ago, I never got anything from <laughs> when twenty five thousand lapis and eighty summon tickets were still plenty. Yeah, I hear I you, man. I I was I was hoping for the for the two of you to get even more better because two B A two were really great. At least in my humble opinion, it was really great. But if you're going to talk about the most favorite event throughout 2018, hands down, it's Regent Story event. Oh yeah, when Reagan got released, when we got Daddy out in the field. Yep. Special mention. Sigheart story event. Oh, I love Sigheart story. It was it's, pretty comical. It was so funny. It's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> yep. All right, Minnie. We've heard Kite's year in review. 
let's hear your favorite moment of 2018 ffbe so mine is an easy one hands down you guys will see this coming a mile away it is the reload button I actually didn't see that coming a while away. I thought it was something totally different. No, it's the reload button. That thing has made my life so much easier. Like, God bless you, whoever decided to put it in. I thought you were going to say Lauren. You were going to turn this into a Lauren hype moment. See, you guys thought I would. You guys thought I would. But in this case, I had to give credit where credit is due. The only thing that is better than Lauren is the reload button. Praise. Praise whoever did it. Praise the reload. Praise the reload. What about you, Will? My favorite moment of 2018 was pulling for Squall on the Final Fantasy VIII banner release. I'm, I have a very fond memory of that and being able to actually pull him on like my last couple tickets of the banner. I was pretty excited for that. I mean, I remember that because you were you were messaging me. You're like, crap, I don't have a Squall yet. And then like the last pull or one of the last pulls you yeah. did, he shows yeah, up. Pretty much. Yeah. It was really hyphy. First seven star units. Always a good and feeling. And then like yeah. having it be from my favorite Final Fantasy was pretty exciting. And then I did want to have one more honorable mention of really, really consistent maintenance periods. It's been very, very oh. rare to see an extended maintenance and it's been pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, shout out to the maintenance team. You guys, uh, you guys have got it together. No, No longer am I waking up and seeing extended maintenance for three hours in a row. But I have a complaint. You know? I'm losing so much <laughs> lapis. Because <laughs> you're usually asleep for those hours. I could be gaining lapis <laughs> for this maintenance period. Oh, because <laughs> it's all about the lapis. The compensation, it yeah. be more compensation. It's all about the lapis. <laughs> Extend the maintenance. You heard it here, folks. No, I don't want an extended maintenance. Give me another week off on iPhone. I'll take another no. 10,000 lapis. <laughs> No, no. All right, we've, All right, good we've stuff, had our year in review. What is one thing, one single thing you are looking forward to or hoping for in 2019? Sure, Minnie, you go first, then I'll go and we'll let Kite close it out. Ah, uh, what am I looking forward to 2019? I think I'm looking forward to just getting the, the pirate samurai. That's, that's, that's all I can think of. There's not much else as far as the game is concerned that I'm looking forward to. Um, kind of related to FFB because it's related to FFB podcast. I'm looking forward to branching out a little bit. I know we announced this year we were going to do some YouTube, but it just never happened because we just both got too busy and then it just kind of fell on the back burner. But uh, we do have... I'm looking forward to doing those live shows more often. And then I'm also gonna commit to just trying to put out some content on youtube and giving you guys ways to kind of get the podcast in in whichever way you you want make it more accessible i definitely agree with mini on that i'm really really looking forward to more youtube content or starting youtube content for the podcast specifically and then yeah you're saying more anything more than zero (laughs) one is more than zero Um, okay it's not like it's accessible to everyone we we will put out one video next year. <laughs> It'll be more. Um, and <laughs> yeah. then I'm looking for, I really, really want to get to a point where we can host more live shows. I know there's been a few people asking us to do more uh, frequent live shows, so I'm excited for that. And then the main FFBE content related thing I'm looking forward to is the extension of the story. 
it was just announced for a, like more story uh, with this release that I haven't played yet, but it's been really, really good so far, and I'm excited to see what's to come. Nice. All right, Kite, what, do you, what is one thing you are looking forward to for 2019 FFBE? First of all, for you guys, I really, really hope that you guys will continue doing this because I really enjoyed those last few episodes where you two are hyping over specific units, loving your most favorite content, while for FFB in the future for 2019, let's just say one thing. I can't even think. <laughs> but here's here's the thing that I want to share with everybody. So uh, regardless of how lucky unlucky you guys are, if you're ever listening, I just wanted to make sure that everyone really loves the game that you're all enjoying. That's all. That's all there is to it. Future contents, global exclusive units, more surprises. That's all I'm looking forward to for 2019. That's very awesome. Nice. That's like a really nice, wholesome message to Yeah, end me on. and you were like selfish. <laughs> we're like, I, all this stuff for me, me, yeah, me. Yeah. And then Kite's like, I hope everyone has a lovely time. That's why he's the special yes. guest. He always keeps in mind the regular folks who can't clear... 10 minutes in one oh, day. Oh, darn. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's our boy, Kite the Legend. All right, we're winding down to the end of the show here. Kite, if you'd like to let people know where they can reach you or if you want to, I know you mentioned your Discord channel. If you wanted to let that out for the people to join, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. I'll leave the floor to you. Thank you. So... Kite's World Discord server is open for everybody who plays not just FFBE, but also a lot of games, good, some other good topics, or just having fun. The link is provided on my Twitter profile. We will actually include a link, if you're okay with that, Kite. We'll include a link in the description of this podcast to Kite's Discord channel. Oh, much appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> I I wanted you to join too many. I've been I've been I've been nagging you to join. For yeah, a long definitely. Time. I will. I've been honestly. It's just like there's been so many things happening in I, my life that yep, it's just been. I understand. It slips out. It slips by. Yep, I understand that you two are so busy. So I'm 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 just literally talking but to I you will, guys. I will definitely get on there as soon as Willgard posts it in the description. I'm hitting that button. <laughs> yep and well it, i also have a youtube channel which is extremely outdated i i only got archives of whole demonstrations of king mog events or or just playing along with my units but in general you can just reach me out on discord through my server or you can also you can also ask Wilmgard or Mini on where the heck I am. Well, I was technically hoping that you guys would join and have fun. We're we're growing we're growing up a little bit in terms of people. So it's not just for FFB. It's it's for friends, everybody who likes playing games, or or if anyone's just going to just pop in and drive around. I don't mind. As long as, you, as long as you guys join and have fun, it would be much appreciated. Definitely. And we will include a link as well to Kite's Twitter, just so you guys can uh, f- learn more about him and uh, check him out on Twitter. He has some pretty awesome haikus that he posts every now and then. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, that'll all be in the description below. A uh, huge thank you to Kite. Thanks for joining us on this show. We really appreciate it. It was a great way to close out the year. Thank you. I Thank you. It's been an honor. Seriously. It's all been right. a really big honor. With that being said, uh, let's say our goodbyes for this show and for the 2018 year. We'll be hearing you guys, hearing from you guys, and you'll be hearing us again in the new year. Stay tuned for FFB Podcast Season 2. There it is, 2019 Season 2. All right, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. We all really, really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next podcast. Peace. See ya. See you later, guys. Bye.